This is SAFM Sport. 7.40, you're with SAFM 104 to 1. <laughs> oh dear, Zalma is looking at me and rolling her eyes. Zalma, of course, our engineer, she drives the deck and makes sure that everything takes place even when I don't seem to take place completely. So I remember that uh, former SABC presenter, and not I remember, I know that former SABC presenter John Perlman used to have um, a focus on something. It was his uh, foundation that he formed called Dream Fields. And it was just amazing. He used to work with kids all over the country in the very rural, rural areas and hosting all sorts of sporting events and football festivals all over the place. Well, they do take place. Football festivals get a big thumbs up in Mzanzi. And we thought we'd find out a little bit more about them from Tandukolo Nkoli, SABC sportscaster. Tandukolo, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning to your listeners. So, tell us about those township football festivals. Oh, there's plenty. Um, listen, it's, 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 it's a perfect way to get um, all the top talent that never gets recognition or never gets exposure um, to, to, to people who are paid to find that talent. Um, scouts and development officers go around the country and, and look at those games. It's not just December. It also happens in Easter, for example, Alex, you can find the Maimani Piri game. You can find the Kasi games now in Umlazi. There's, there's, there's all sorts of tournaments. It's not just soccer. There's, a, there's, there's other cricket ones happening in the Eastern Cape. Um, the Ngumbela Cricket Festival that happens over the Christmas period. You've also got rugby ones that happen the way people call it Amatralekusha, where basically the winning team gets half a sheep. So it's, 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 sport is very active um, during these festive holidays. Um, and and uh, it, it, again, it's a perfect platform for those who have got the talent to showcase that talent in front of scouts. Because scouts literally earmark those tournaments um, as places to find these rough diamonds that we all talk about. I mean, like everyone talks about development, but there's a level, a, a structure, mm-hmm. a lower tier that never, never really gets any exposure. Um, these are the guys who who are literally doing it for the passion, but some of them, because of the talent that they've got, they end up being other things. Um, we've seen lots of players coming from the tournaments um, and, and ending up at, at the Premier League at the DSTV Premiership. Yeah. So it's, it, it really is a good scouting ground for everyone, and it's an opportunity to be seen, I suppose. Tandukolo, let's, I, I, it's interesting that you say that scouts go out to these events and they check it out because I'm thinking of the Rassi Erasmus book. Um, there's that whole feature section where he talks about the uh, journey or, or the academy that they started where it was literally about um, looking at the tra- trajectory of rugby players. He said you can't get the rugby player at the end. You've got to get them right at the beginning of your, their career, um, even as kids, and start to build up that trajectory what does that trajectory look like and what i mean by that is if i've got a kid who's 14 and he's playing soccer or rugby or whatever and you come and you watch him and you go that kid has got real talent where to from there so it's 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 a, it's a number of different stages. A, a sport like soccer, for example, um, starts at an earlier age, like motorsport. You start at about seven, six, seven, eight. 
that's what basically the first the formative years of, of, of the sport are where you are taught the basics of sport and the technicalities as a young kid so that the muscle memory as you go along to become a teenager um, it's a lot better then when you get to those teenage years where they are 12 you're 14 you're 15 um you go to academies for example every weekend not far from where you're broadcasting there's a place called mark spark um every weekend different clubs come around and they play tournaments um so it could be a randberg it could be um little falls the areas basically it becomes an aerial contest um places like mark's park you, you, you different academies get to to practice on um, what they're teaching those kids every weekend there's games um and then from there the progression goes into the the, the main teams which is let's say for example you played for super sport united you'd go into the super sport um development side mm. which is sort of like an under 19 side and they play in the in the multi in the multi-choice disky challenge eventually so that is a route that from there the multi-disky challenge then you go into the, the premier league so there are different levels and i think for me the one thing that encouraged me kind of encourages me about soccer despite the lack of structural uh, structures that we complain about the all those structures that i'm talking about whether it's under 12s whether it's under 15s under 17s they have an active system they have active leagues where they play yes it's not profitable but um all those kids get an opportunity to play. Yeah. Um, that's what you want as a soccer player. You're getting, you're getting an opportunity to play, and then as you get better, you want to be exposed um, to the right sort of eyes. So at under 16, under 15, under 17, whether it's both male or female, there are tournaments that cater for something like that. For example, Discovery's got a nice little tournament happening um, also soon, Discovery Walter Sulu Games. That is also catering now for under-17 um, girls. So it makes it a lot easier even for national teams to pick teams for, to represent South Africa at that level. Um, in an ideal world, like I said, it would start at about 6-7, then slowly progress to those older years. But um, in South Africa at the moment, there's a very vibrant under-15, under-17, and then your, your development stage, which is your 17 to 21, where you play for your, your, your multi-choice disc challenge um teams it's kind of scary you think of starting at six seven it makes me think of china and when they go that's it from six years you're going to be a ballet dancer and then that's it you're like a ballet dancer from there on in you know, i mean you know you know michelle it's, it's, a, it's a bit different for example i come from the eastern cape yeah um and i grew up in a culture about the schools um, almost forced the kids to play summer and winter sports. Unlike up in Joburg, where the clubs basically take on the mantle of making sure that there are kids who are active and are playing in the in the in their clubs. So in a school system, um, if I'm in in grade, I think it's grade three now, sub A's or whatever. Um, if I'm playing sport, a summer sport every weekend, already that is creating a system where I can play and and be exposed to a certain game from the age of what of six seven going all the way up to high school every weekend. That's why rugby and cricket are so successful because the school system, everyone goes to school. Not everyone can go to a club or afford to go to a club, but everyone goes to school. So in the schools, that's where they catch you and they give you, they, they basically include you into a program of making sure that the schools play each other and that creates a mini league per se. Mm. And that's the activity that you're looking at. Sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic, uh, all these games that are taking place. Tandukola, one question for you. What do you think about mm-hmm. Pizzo Mosimani for 
Kaiser Chiefs. I'm a Crossy for life. Um, as a Kaiser Chiefs fan, I think it would be a perfect fit. He has shown <laughs> in the past. With, <laughs> he has shown. He has shown in the past um, with SuperSport United when he took over them. They were a really mid-table type of team, and he basically elevated them through very smart scouting and making sure that he's got the right sort of players. When he brought in your Tecum Odises in, in, in into the setup. Through very smart coaching and and very disciplined coaching, um, he he made SuperSport United an excellent team that they are today. Um, they're sitting second on the log. They've won multiple league titles, basically based on the, on on the structures that Beetle um started. Um, at Sundowns, Sundowns had all the money but did not have all the trophies until he took over from Histor Stroishkov um, and he created a proper structure whereby Sundowns doesn't only compete in South Africa, it's becoming a continental team where it goes all the way to the business end of continental um, um, competitions. Now, Kaiser Chiefs is the giant that lacks trophies. They are the most successful club in the, in the country when you look at the history of, of football in this country. But in the last decade or so, yeah. it's been lean years. Um, mm. a, a person like Pito has taken a, a club like Al-Ali, which is a great giant it's a, in, in African football, and put them on the pedestal that yeah. they deserve to be on. If you give Pito Mosamane a chance to coach a team like Keza Chiefs, I think in about two or three years, we would see a formidable side and the Keza Chiefs that's back where they belong at the top of South African football. That's exactly what we want to hear, and that's exactly what we'd like to see as well. Tandu Mkoli, SABC sportscaster, giving us uh, the insights on the Township f- Football Festivals, but also perhaps on Pizza Mosamani.